Oh, I'm a, I'm an aficionado of uh, public trepanation. I think that you need to be drilling holes in your head in public 100% of the time. I bring you a message from the intergalactic To a possibly possibly existent listening audience, uh, the reason we're all laughing <laughs> at the beginning of every show is that we forget to press record until someone says something that they would be embarrassed saying on a recording, or is genuinely funny, and we realize we forgot to press record. In this case, it's neither of those things. We were just getting high and talking about chemtrails and their mm. lack of existence as compared to. Insidious government vaccine plots. Because there was a vaccine plot. There was insidious government vaccine shit. There's no real actual... The only effect the government has on the fucking weather is allowing coal plants to make electricity and CO2. Yeah, constantly. Just pumping chemtrails off of the surface of the planet, like right next to your house, like just a giant plant just makes carbon, pumps it in the air and kills your whole family. But yeah, but we're worried about the things that show up after airplanes, right? That's the, that's the conspiracy version. Well, the government has done in like when looking for Osama bin Laden, they distributed thousands of fake vaccines to children in Afghanistan. South African paramilitaries <laughs> aggressively. Wait. Yeah, that is the real thing that happened. What was the point and of South the fake vaccines? Actually, oh, they did it to try and get his wait. DNA. No, they did it to try to track him down because they wanted to be in communities and find the dude. But they were just giving shooting blanks, man. They were not <laughs> vaccinating people. <laughs> it's not CIA like they're like out there poisoning blanks. motherfuckers. They were just out there shooting blanks. Um. Gerber so, or so something. Some vaccines are blank. They're just not anything. That's what some I of them. I don't, sometimes they do that. Is what I'm saying is that they have in fact done that. They um, South African paramilitaries, probably funded by the apartheid government, intentionally spread HIV in the black population in South Africa and surrounding South Africa, with like the purpose of population control. These are real, you know real things biological warfare is a real thing and that's what it looks like so when people are like i don't know if i want my kid to get vaccinated they have real concerns it's just that there's there's the truth of it is that we're not conspiracy theorists we're historical (coughs) fucking materialists and the real fucking (laughs) historical materialist truth is that you don't have a fucking choice whether or not to vaccinate your kid diseases are more dangerous than the government that's just the bottom fucking line And the, you know, compared to these conspiracy theories, what they do is they make a fucking toy train out of an actual fucking train, which is the point 
All of this was a lead up to Elon Musk has put a toy train in space and we, the Intergalactic Railroad, take offense. It's, it's not even going to be a train for very long, which is the most depressing part. It looks so cute. Like, like, let me, this is how I learned. My friend came back from camping. She says, we, Max, we saw the, the most craziest UFO ever. It looked like a bunch of dots flying through the sky. It was not a meteor. We looked at it with binoculars. We were all tripping about how cool it was, I mean. And uh, I said, okay. And it's the fucking Tesla douche. It's Elon Musk's toy train that he's running around and around in circles around the planet for a minute just to show off before he sends it to where it actually is supposed to go, which is a bunch of separate satellites in orbit. Right now, it's just a line of bright dots in the sky. And uh, everybody around the world seeing UFOs reporting all these things. It's a, it's a space train. And it's just a real fucking ripoff because a real space train, like we would have, would be made up of cans. Pods and cans. And yeah, they would all and you follow could live each in them other and forever. You could go from one to the next, and there would be sex and candy and all this good shit. Yeah, trees spinning. Trees. Important. Gravity. Yeah. Mm hmm. It would, be, it would be an incredible place to live. And we could build one that's, uh, that spins around the Earth, but we could also build one that spins around the Sun. Or we could build a whole bunch that spin around the Sun in different orbits that are all very complex and create what's yep. known as a Dyson Swarm, uh, which would be an actual form of an intergalactic railroad. And what Elon's doing is, yet again, showing off his toy collection from being the richest kid at school. What are your thoughts on a Dyson Sphere? Just a full-on... Just a full-on... Uh energy energy sphere just around around the, the sun system. yeah you can that's the proper the way to do it you right know, you you take the swarm that's and then you bubble progress, out man. right but like isn't the isn't the dyson sphere actually like a large physical sphere that just efficiently blocks all light from getting out and just harvests all of the energy it's one way to do it it's, it's one way to like, do it. it's like it's a physical spheres are like a vague thing to say Right. Like, cause what if you're just using like the warping of space time to create curvatures to keep the light from leaving? Oh, that's true. I don't yeah. know how to do that. A the gravitational sphere. It the entire fucking star. It uses uh -huh. the whole fucking set of fusion to mm -hmm. probably power, I don't know, Reno, Nevada. Cool. Dyson spheres are just hydroelectric dams. That's all they are. They're just really big, complicated, fancy hydroelectric dams. It's just backing up a reservoir of energy. So yeah. Doing. Yeah. I mean, it's not Dyson's ecologically uh, sound unless you make a giant fucking... Like, if, if your mitochondria was a star and your cell was the Dyson sphere that has encapsulated it and pulled it in and is living in equilibrium and satisfaction with it, that's one thing. But the way people talk about Dyson spheres is more like hydroelectric power where you're just using and abusing the sun for like whatever thing you claim is the rational use or whatever but really is just you know somebody coming all over the idea that they have now controlled the star that's my view of dyson spheres sir <laughs> yeah well you know it'd be very it would be very libertarian and free market to say that all of the uh parts of space that could possibly see the sun should be able to compete for that sun's energy in a, in a fair playing field, but yeah, just, resulting just, in somebody winning. <laughs> there's just inequality, though. There's just some people are closer to the sun, so the, close, yeah, the smaller that your Dyson sphere is, still everyone else. If we just make a Dyson sphere at Mercury, then the Earth is fucked. We win.
<laughs> sort of. Okay. <laughs> For a certain definition of, you know, it's just, it's just being upstream from everybody else and stealing their shit. Um, people thought Russia was attacking the U.S. when the space train went through the sky. Ooh. Was I this visible from the ground? I'm looking at... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Max, tell him about the the camping my, or whatever. My, I, I, I did. My friend saw it on camping. Um, <laughs> they, were, they were camping. They were on campingandchill.com out in the woods. They saw it. It was a, a moving uh, image in the sky. Good lord! It's, yeah, it's a bunch of little a bunch of little dots. Yeah, I'm like looking at a video of it, like but I can't I can't even parts. imagine what what somebody. I can't yeah. even imagine the conclusions that, that a human would jump to. I'm brought to I've you by a... the fucking asshole that launched a fucking sports car into space. I, I mean, you know. And will not fucking allow his workers to... I, I felt like... No, no, no. The car in space was a great leap forward towards... No, that was, he's just shit in the pool. Reality. No, he it's... Just it's... Put, he just put a rubber poop in the pool. Whether it's rubber or not, it's not funny. <laughs> now nobody wants to get into space. It is funny. <laughs> First of all. Okay, actually, Umuma, that shit. Poop. Yeah. By the way, we're broadcasting from Umamao, and it's fine. Calm down. Yeah, we're coming back around real soon. We're gonna, we kind of missed the, the target the first time. <laughs> yeah, we actually launched that rocket. It was supposed to hit you guys because you suck. And I, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, now you have to live in Hell World. Sorry. We tried to stop Ooh. it all. That's a, no, that's I, a big yikes. So, um, <laughs> so what about the idea of the ideas of Posadism? Um, don't they don't they kind of just want to hit the Earth with a big rock like a nuclear bomb? Shh. Oh, sorry. Okay, so sorry. No, not you. <laughs> Oh my, I just fucked this recording up. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's okay. We don't have to talk about Juan Posada. No, 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 no. My cat was just meowing a lot. Oh, no. So I, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, was, he was screaming, and it was... I, I didn't want it. Never mind. Posadism. Atomic to understand Posadism, you have to understand that the... Yeah. The Carl atomic war. Marx's idea... You have to understand the idea of progress as, like, in a Marxist context, mm-hmm. where there is a progression, uh-huh. and like, history is history moves like a train, you know, where like you're going in a certain direction, and um, value is added, and the value is not taken away. Generally speaking, humans get smarter, and they get better at stuff. And in Karl Marx's view, that means shit gets cheaper and life gets better, and. Um, Easier, all this other shit. So Juan Posadas made the gigantic fucking brain leap that if humans had fucking leapt from fucking feudalism into capitalism by industrializing, and from capitalism into communism by revolutionizing and democratizing the industrial age, then fucking aliens that are a lot older than us have probably gone way the fuck beyond all that bullshit. And you know, if they were to you know like show up now that we've failed to overcome the capitalists like you know maybe we're you know we, we're sort of like curling in on ourselves as communism fails the revolution like he saw the revolution as having failed and uh in need of communists showing up and sweeping up the house essentially we're like 
all aliens, essentially, inter extraterrestrial species are presumably at least communist, if not luxury, queer, trans, fully automated, gay criminals. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as depicted in Octavia Butler's wonderful book, Lilith's Brood, should come to Earth. Uh, first of all, Earth should nuke itself. And after we nuke each other or the aliens come and wipe most civilization off the map, um, Everyone, after a, a nuclear war caused by capitalism, everyone will hate capitalism so fucking much that when the aliens show up, we will be prepared for full communism, if not better. Mm. So, so we just need to let, we just, things just need to run their course, their natural course. No, we need to cause a nuclear war to attract right. the attention of aliens. I, we're saying the same thing, I think. <laughs> essentially to save the hey, fucking hey, hey. dog. He yeah, it's it's not it's the aliens it's, aren't showing up for us. They're showing up for the dolphins. To be clear, oh okay, those it's are the not, things that matter. They're showing up to save the dolphins. This is a known uh, feature of the end of the universe. Um, yeah, I, I think also the prophet Douglas Adams spoke about this. <laughs> but the Mister Mr. Senor Posadas uh, was really he was onto something, but he didn't realize how many ways the actually destroy it uh like a intelligent species so like maybe a super intelligent uh problem ai would be a good reason for them to, i could... yeah. uh, fuck shit stop sneezing asshole. i sneezed blood again oh no my whole brain it came out <laughs> i'm allergic to artificial super intelligences Oh, speaking of Posadism and artificial superintelligences, uh -huh. uh, this, uh, so Elon Musk and capitalism, in my mind, uh, immediate, always make me think of the, you know, like when you look up, why haven't we been contacted by aliens yet? Probably because most intelligent life dies before, you know. Sure, what's the, the Fermi, the, fir the, the great filter. The Great Filter, yeah. yeah. The Great Filter. Elon Musk is a great a flying example of the Great Filter. He's a big flying filter. He's going to yeah. get us all killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If, if you are an intelligent species and somebody launches a car at you, you don't want to deal with them. And if they're getting off their planet, launching cars all over the place, you're just going to kill them. That's a, <laughs> I that's mean... a problem. It's a yeah, you're, you're right. You're right in the sense that as a message to something with no concept of humanity, at, at best, that is very confusing. At at best, and at, at worst, it's a it's a clear declaration of war. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. They wouldn't have a concept of war, though. They're beyond that shit. It's, I mean, it's obviously a ritual behavior. Yeah, right. It's obvious. <laughs> you take Dave, if you take David Bowie's corpse and you put it in a special coffin and you shoot it into the sun. That's a ritual behavior. That's just like a. That's Is that just what the, became of David Bowie's corpse? Of course, that's what became it, of David obviously Bowie's Obviously, it was in that car, yes. That's he was playing Starman from the stereo in a place oh. that has no air with which to make sounds. It that was some creepy shit, man. Sense. Think about it. Jack Parsons was, uh, was like up there talking to Aleister Crowley and learning from McGrather Mathers and just and then built the Rocket Center and J, um, JPL. Oh. There's, the there's all kinds are you of, talking, what, are you, what? I'm, t I'm saying they put weird <laughs> shit in space on purpose because they're trying to keep the UFOs away or they're trying to court the wrong kind of UFOs. They're trying to test out their trash that they got out of the UFO crashes. 
Well, one okay, so one of the many things that Posadas got right, he got a lot of shit wrong, and he got a lot of shit right. It's actually he's a wonderful source of bizarre factoids and complete lies, or not lies, uh, great great stories. But um, <laughs> <laughs> long live Posadas. Uh, I'm here to tell you about UFOs, big rigs, and barbecue. Uh, but uh, great stories. Uh, interplanetary. Uh, diplomacy or whatever the fuck, if it were to exist, does not resemble fucking human diplomacy, man. We're not dealing with other apes. It's like, the diplomacy we're talking about is the diplomacy of different plants in a forest. Or, like, a petri dish or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the time it takes, like, one cell to get from one end of the petri dish to the other, Mm -hmm. in terms of the lifespan of that cell, like, we're, you know, our cell is Earth, and the petri dish is the size of a fucking kitchen table or some shit. We're not getting over there, most likely. But if we're right. super, yeah, like it's like a whole forest network that is required to do the thing. That like, I don't well, know. You know, you see your, what I'm saying. Your analogy makes me terrified of a space amoeba. First of all, space you whales be are terrified space of a space yeah. amoebas, man. Space amoebas yeah. are scary as shit. You should yeah, never go up against a space forms amoeba. Of life are probably predominant. If that thing can survive in space and keep its insides inside of it without letting them outside, that shit fucked up. Don't get it with it. Unless you could go absorb yourself in it and become part of it. I mean, I would imagine the extraterrestrial life was a gas. Gases in space, clouds of shit, like like nebulae and shit. Are yeah, gases, why wouldn't right? it be a gas? Ain't oh, like a there. like a sentient like a sentient gas amoeba. Yeah. And like mm. stuff flies through it or whatever, and then it just reforms, you know. What about what about like electroconductive like chunks of minerals that have, through the infinite randomness of creation, formed a brain? Yeah, like a dust cloud. Right. I believe that brain has a name, man. It's Boltzmann. Only oh. fucking only Cold War America would look into fucking space, imagine a dust cloud brain, and think that thing. Wants to it said something and I'm gonna punch it. <laughs> you know, like clearly that dust cloud wants to fuck my wife and I'm gonna kill it. I mean, I mean, uh, if I'm I'm putting myself in the headspace of an of an intergalactic space brain, Boltzmann, yeah, yeah of Boltzmann like here, and there's definitely nothing more appealing to me than a than the. Uh, <laughs> The, the pale skin of a of a waspy suburban American wife. I mean, there's just nothing more I want. I'm probably traveling across the universe right now to get it. Oh, yeah. shit. That's the thing is that all of the universe is actively racing to get to Earth all at once. Yep. And they're going to realize they're Earth too late because your all the white moms. people will be dead. Our wine moms are in danger. We need to protect them. <laughs> Independence Day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't understand whether I want, um, like, the government to have all the power so that we can get some shit done really fast by, uh, like, collectively doing it, or if I want the government to have no power so that it doesn't control us all and make us do the wrong thing. So that I... Well, we already did that fucking synthesis. We already did that synthesis. Okay, I'm I'm just pointing out whether I'm not sure. Are you a disgusting socialist? Is that what you're telling me? I'm not sure whether I'm discussing socialism or not. Oh, well, this is disgusting, but we're not sure if he's a socialist. Uh, it's, I am, it's unclear. I am unclear. a wretched monster. 
That's no. that's fair. I realized that I wanted socialism, and like I'm still fucking. I'm gonna be an anarchist forever. And then I realized the only way I can be an anarchist and have socialism is if one fucking organism, one super organism, globs up the entire fucking earth and just rules itself. So upon finding, to- upon finding out that what you wanted could not exist, you retreated into a science fiction novel. No, no. He's <laughs> expanding the scope, man. Being no, like, I well, know. Yeah. People were like, look at the moon. I want to touch the moon. Eventually they touched the moon, bitch. That's <laughs> actually incredibly valid point. Not, cannot, cannot lie. Yeah. I mean, communists touched the moon too, by the way. They were the first to land a fucking man-made object on and orbit the motherfucker and all that stuff. I think it. I mean, is it really landing or is it controlled? Oh, sorry. What? I I disagree with the with the terminology that people use when they discuss the landing of things on the moon. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a throw, right? It like we, they hit the moon with a man-made thing. They yeah. like they lined up a shot and nailed it. No. They no, pegged no, no, it. No, no. Yeah. It's land it. No. It, up. The the enemy's gate is down, man. That's- <laughs> That's what, what I know. The enemy's gate is down. Your feet go down in space. Oh, when okay. You're towards your feet go down. That's what I'm saying. Is if you're going to the moon, think about yeah, Super Mario Galaxy. If you jump high enough from here, and you get close to the moon, the moon's gravity will get you, and then your feet go toward the moon, and you are pulled down, and you are landing on it. Although if it's not technically land, it's a, if it's the moon, maybe it's a different. Maybe it's moonding. You're moonding well, on just, it. But, well, I'm tired of these cowardly fucking uh, liberals not wanting to discuss the colonial invasion of the moon that we committed. Speaking of which, uh, indigenous futurism is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forget where I saw it, but uh, there's a couple like podcasts and like there's a bunch of writing and whatever the fuck. Um, but there was some shit where like it's this little cartoon of the guy landing on the moon, getting out of his pod or whatever and he like sticks the flag in the moon and then it pans out and there's like an indian kid looking at him being like oh man we gotta move <laughs> <laughs> but uh the shit yeah, is fuck weird. That space colonization knock that flag down yeah exactly we gotta go up there and fucking piss on that flag we man. gotta bring our own oxygen just to burn that flag yeah this is true i, I agree do. Also, the moon is an egg. The, yeah, I, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things about the moon that are mysterious and might lead one to think that. It, I'll give you that. They recently discovered tectonic activity on the moon, such as Agnes. Does that mean it has a liquid core? I think. Is that so. what that means? Whoa. It has tectonic plates. Is my understanding. Then it, yeah. that, well, that means that it has mantle, right? Which then would imply that the that it's yeah, yeah, geologically active. I already lost an argument today against the existence of chemtrails, so I'm not gonna say I know. But uh, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. who who won? Wait, wait, wait. Which side of this argument were you on? In what? So way I was talking lose? about. I was talking about how the fucking government invented the they they spread the Roswell idea to cover their tracks for like the nuclear, all this other, you know, all their nuclear experiments in New Mexico and stuff that were poisoning people. They spread this Roswell idea to like 
culturally ingrained people into seeing weird shit and like to blame aliens rather than real material shit. They wanted to mystify the situation and it successfully worked. And it also had the effect of having people associate the United States government with extraterrestrial godlike aliens um, who are not telling you something. What they're not telling you is that they're God and you can't fight them is what they're not telling you. I but, um, see. Which is crazy. It's a psyop and it's fucked up. But um, I was talking about that shit and I was talking about vac- that vaccine shit that I already talked about. Um, mm-hmm. How bad shit has happened with vaccines, but that doesn't mean you should not get a vaccine. Just fucking bite the bullet and take the fucking risk like everybody else. The more people get vaccines, the less likely it is they're going to kill everybody using vaccines. So fucking get a vaccine for your kid and for yourself and get another one just for cuz. But uh, then it was like... Keep yeah. it in your pocket. Carry it exactly. uh, to school with you. Get, yeah. Use it to scare off predators. Yeah. Give it to a bum when they ask you for a cigarette. So after these two things, I was talking about this shit, and then I started rapping about how chemtrails are fucking just to cover for the fucking fossil fuels industry. Like, they want to say the government and socialism and the evil Hillary Clintonites are changing the weather, when really, we all know what the fuck is changing the weather. It's documented. We know what's changing the weather. And the chemtrail shit is just cover for that. And then Sarah was just like, you don't know that. And I just blubbered for about five minutes. <laughs> was this was the person you were arguing with, Sarah, or was she just trolling you? Uh, you know? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Were you just trolling me? Or? Chemtrails. Are chemtrails real? I don't know. I have no idea. She has no idea. And she, well, and Sarah, Sarah, Sarah here playing the role of the radical centrist on the chemtrail issue. You should be an agnostic. Yeah. I guess. You can- I feel like you ought to be able to put your. I don't. I think if you can't put your foot down on on that, then you're gonna have a hard time putting your foot down on a couple of other more concrete things, right? Uh, what yeah. makes you? What makes you think that any of us have access to good information? Like, I mean, what, that's. True. What, what makes you think that your entire ac- like um, news and research well, no, you... tendrils throughout the internet are totally not just toxified and poisoned by being personalized to your own interests and your own beliefs? It's like, one thing I mean, to say are. that you don't know. It's one thing to say that you don't know. I think Danny's got a point as far as it's an entirely different thing to say that you cannot possibly know anything and thus must not do anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but still, I think there's enough... Right. I'm just. I think I'm there's just, enough reasonable doubt in the universe about the existence of chemtrails. Is all I'm saying. That I know some people who have so much reasonable doubt about anything that they're told by the official people, which for the same reasons, like Mike's saying, like, like they they did do vaccine shit. They do do chemtrail shit. Okay. P- people do put stuff in the air. They probably don't do the thing that a bunch of people collectively hallucinate into. They didn't do chemtrail shit. They. Um, the whole idea of seeding clouds with sure, yeah, with dust salt, and shit, yeah, to make it rain, to, to make it rain. Somebody had to originally go out and try that in the sky. Uh-huh. They did that. They did it over Vietnam, and it didn't work. <laughs> and uh, Vietnam's a fucking rainforest. If it didn't work in Vietnam, it doesn't work. That's um, my my ecological intuition says that's backwards, but sure. I, I'm, that's not really my point. 
I, I kind of forgot what my point is. If we keep yelling at you, will you remember? Yeah, get me. Okay. Get your Vietnam, fucking shit Max. together. Vietnam. Okay, I'm going to Vietnam now. We didn't lose! <laughs> we still over there. Everybody's yeah. still over there. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. He's... Vietnam is not a loss. It's actually still 1972, and it's actually still the year 70 AD. And we're yep. all secret Christians. Hiding that from watch the Roman is still Empire. in your father's friend's ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, how else are you going to build a time travel machine? It's a nice watch. Yep. So, yeah. 1947, this is true. Uh, 1947, in Roswell, nothing happened. In, outside in the country, halfway between Roswell and Corona, where my family is from, uh-huh. something happened because my great uncle was a kid and went to school. And the kid from the farm way down the road said, you'll never guess what ha- my father found in the field last night. And it was a spaceship, a, a flying saucer, as he said it. And of course, then my uncle had to lie and tell him that he also found a flying saucer. Uh, this anecdote was not even more amusing. Uh, like a, a cranky old guy told it. Point is, is that a is that a true anecdote? It's a true anecdote. It's a true thing that this old guy used to say to me. It definitely the crash, so-called crash, happened on a ranch closer to where my family's from than from Roswell. What did and he do with it? Um, the government guys came and got it. Oh. That, um, and, and that could be true the government guys came and balloon. got it. Dude, if aliens landed on Earth, people would be about that shit. It would be a they fucking... Are sti- they are actually about... There are swarms of people who are about this shit and who have tons of data they think to back this up. I'm not saying it's not a hallucination. I'm saying there that like the information that we have access to is so uh is so uh, muddy that multiple theories could be true you can maintain more than one idea about how it could have all added up and so you don't really know so sarah's right that's what i'm saying chemtrails aren't real chemtrails are not real chemtrails are not real i'll I'll put yeah uh yeah united states fucking goddamn air force does not right. know how to talk to humans, much less aliens. So, like, so, like, that's the thing, right? Is the like, they're subhuman. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so like, no, no, no. So that's the thing. That, okay, no, 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 no. Like, this is the thing, right? Is like the whole like. No, 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 no. You're actually. What? What? I'm gonna use I'm Instagram, to man. Oh, I okay. about subhumans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, no. So, but the, like, this is the thing. Is like, <laughs> like. The the whole <laughs> fucking goddamn it! No 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 no! I'm only on beer too. Uh, I'm proud no, no, of you, no. buddy. Okay, what's the thing though? No no okay, it's like the whole like get you, like don't get your kids vaccinated type shit, right? Like that's all predicated on that same like ridiculous fucking um idea, right? Of like. Like, well, I don't know about vaccines, you know, like who, who can say, are you, are you a microbiologist? Like, do you know what's going on inside of those vaccines? I don't know. Right. And then, and then like, who are you to argue against like chemtrail guy? Cause he's on the same exact same bullshit that you're on about your, about your vaccines. Right. Or about any, I'm just, I don't know. It's a logical fallacy, right? It's like, well, I don't have all 
data. So I'm just going to go ahead and completely ignore all history and right. context. Right. I think we can reasonably. I think we can reasonably deduce that the operation of a of a plane, and I I, I just think it's like such a reasonable explanation that contrails no, yeah, yeah, are made I, of I, moisture. I, yeah. Right. Like, I agree. I agree. With okay. That for thank sure. you. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not going to deny that. That's what I like. Is okay. Science. But just okay. Good. That I'm just saying uh -huh. it's like to have a binary view of it's either true or it's not true all the way is uh -huh. to have like you probably have good uh, accuracy, but your precision is shit. You That's like fair. have you have like you're on one side or the other a fifty percent likelihood, and you just declare it forever. Versus can I? Can I? Can I? Like, what's your percentage of likelihood that chemtrails of some sort? Oh, I was about to say. Can can I attach a percentage then? Can we do yeah, that? Yeah, I like percentages. I like okay, that. and you can adjust it then when you get more information. So sure. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on a solid ninety eight percent chemtrails <laughs> not real. That's my. Yeah. I'm gonna give it two percent right. of wiggle room to make itself known to me. It's the same I give to ghosts. A little bit. Hang on. Let's yeah. Calibrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Um. How certain are you that your name is is Danny? Uh. Something similar. I'm gonna say 99%. I think there's like a 1% scenario where my true identity has been hidden from me since birth. How likely is it that there are aliens that crash landed on Earth in the last the last how many years? Hundred years. Hundred years. Aliens crash landed on Earth. I'm gonna give that a solid 10% that that might that that's true. Okay. Yeah. You're in the desert. You're walking in the desert, and you uh -huh. see a turtle. It's on its back. Why is it on its back? It can't move. It's baking in the hot sun. It can't get off of its back. What do you do? I flip it over. What do you do? I flip it over. Cells. <laughs> Don't you try and boycott me, you motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I think what I've proved is that I'm a replicant. Yeah, possibly. You caught me. <laughs> uh, we should avoid um, people we interview. We should we bird should dog people with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Real shit, though. Like, can we, like, spend time trying to, like, get the research done to, like, find historical methods of proving whether or not someone's real and or an alien? Man, no, this is... I just, like, interview people... And in the middle of the interview, just sort of slip it in there, like, so. <laughs> you see a turtle baking in the hot sun, flipped over on its belly. Cells. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do. I mean, we're going to have to have some kind of ironclad way of proving that somebody's not just a collection of, like, uh, you know, five-year-old algorithms in a suit. I mean, do we need that though? Um, same way. Okay, here a little bit of it. Remember when we were sending each other emails made out of uh, like statistical chains of each other's previous emails? That mm -hmm. that's what everybody's doing now. Google just does yeah. it for you. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say though is that you should be feeding that so that it gives you feedback that is good. <laughs> just uh. it just all it means is that the world has an echo. You know. And that that echo is maybe becoming a semi-intelligent super organism that wants paper clips or something. 
It doesn't. And like, it doesn't even want the paper clips. No, it paper wants. Clips the are just a means to an okay. end, man. But, uh, the paper, I think the paperclip optimizer is actually a reference to Clippy. I think I found the first place it was referenced. I think it was after you know, that tiny little paperclip bastards existed. Yeah, that shit was fucking ominous. Not gonna that, lie, that was I the always first iteration. Insidious and kind of evil. Just Dollar Bill Gates is just building a better Clippy in his basement all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because fucking universal grammar and all that shit we talked about last week. Was that last week? Well, it was the week before last week, but last week we all got really fucked up about a bunch of things and talked for like three, four hours, and I have no ability to edit that. So um, <laughs> That's, that's yeah. true. Are we going to revisit using Google Hangouts? Um... No, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing my those your friendly faces. It made me feel oh, as though yeah. I was amongst. It it felt homey, despite my <laughs> my um. What is it called? Misan Sen. No. I'm the walrus. Yes. <laughs> I'm the walrus. <laughs> you're dark. You're you're complete. Ano me, right? The 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 isolation you experience living in in a in modern society. Oh yeah, no, for real shit though. That's like that's the capture. That's the regulatory capture on human life, isn't it? That's the fucking. I've been thinking about this shit. We get further and further apart physically, and then they mediate and mediate and mediate more and more. Until now, we're using fucking Google Hangouts. Like they're not fucking storing all this fucking data, so they can like recreate our faces later on and keep us in a fucking little box where we can only interact with like horrifying images of ourselves forcing us to create value or capital or something forever. That's what they call alienation, man. It's a yeah. machine putting its tentacles into your orifices. You're getting alienated. Yeah. Well, oh, no. oh no. Yeah, I have tentacles right going right into my ears. I have the screen looking in my eyes. And speaking of being crammed into a little box and forced to live forever watching a screen... I think it's a. I, I, I brought you guys an article that I'm going to read to you. Are you ready for it? I'll tell Is it you about pods? Uh, it's about pods. Is it about can life? It's about pod life. It says pod, pod life. On pod life. The, so it's not can life. life. These people oh, are not living life. in like actual cans. They're not can people. They're not canned people. These people are more like what you, when you get that salsa that comes in a little thin plastic container and tastes like a refrigerator. Oh, no. These people are the pods of the world. This article says people love living in pods so much they're getting neck tattoos of the pod company's logo. Oh, wow. Choosing a pod life. It says a recent quality of life survey by the university blah. Blah, blah, shit. I can't read this shit out loud, man. So this is all such drivel. Is this the try living in a pod thing? Max, you're from the fucking agency. You were sent here to do this and do it. People love living in pods so much they're getting neck tattoos about it. Ready, everybody? By Victor Tangerman, uh, April 25th, 2019. What are, are, okay, hold on. Let's, what is, okay, is a pod like a, like what I'm looking up? here like these like dorm room type living situations 
thousands of young people are giving up traditional housing in favor of living in a pod, a hostile-like living experience that confines their sleeping quarters to a nook in a room of, full of similar nomads. And their commitment to this idea is astonishing. Some pedestrians, as they call themselves, are doing the logo. Pedestrians. Pedestrians, as they call themselves, are getting the logo of a local pod housing network tattooed on their bodies, several on their necks. I've managed to get this pod share tattoo, said Nat who got a neck tattoo of the company's logo in a video clip that identifies her as pedestrian number 3668. It kind of represents what I came traveling for. Pedestrian 3668 is not a threat. Turn back now. Pedestrian 3668 is, uh, missing squats, man. Remember when fucking squats were a thing? There was a squat house and there were punks in it. And you fucking ate garbage together. <laughs> yes, and the it was free, it was, man. A ho- it was like a hostel-like living experience that confined our sleeping quarters to a nook in a room full of similar nomads. Remember, remember living how much, in a. How much is it per night? That's what I want to know. How wait, much wait, 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 wait. No, you don't get to know yet. You don't get to know yet. Wait. Okay. For, okay. If, you just you guys always jump the gun one paragraph ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, Tell the me pod, the next paragraph, Max. S- subheading: The pod life chose me. <laughs> The idea of living in a pod shouldn't come as a shock in L.A., where a simple two-bedroom can cost more than $2,000 a month, and incomes haven't kept pace. In ride-sharing and co-working spaces, it would become the norm, while house ownership and a stable full-time job are becoming increasingly... Podshare, a Los Angeles-based affordable shared housing network that allows travelers, new L.A. residents, and temp workers to crash on a twin-sized memory foam mattress. Kitchen, bathroom, and living spaces are shared with others, while Wi-Fi, lockers, and laundry are provided on location. That's a dorm, by the way. Kitchen, bathroom, and living spaces are shared with others. Yeah, so they're just living in dormitories. The price in the neighborhood. One moment, please. Uh, Please refer to your... uh, 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 um, um, Go to the Google Hangouts thing so we can do that whole stuff. Uh, is that a Danny? That's a Danny. I, okay. I yeah, that's me. Hold on, Mom. I'm going to fix my current situation. Man, I was. You just. You totally just bit my junk. You just gave me the bluest of balls. Hey. Oh. Keep your blue balls and then spurt onto the Google Hangouts. Blue your own balls. Or finish now. I just wanted to show you that that existed. <laughs> okay. All right. You you now I got to squeeze you into the uh, this corner of the room. I got to squeeze the fucking article in the other corner. It's okay. If you do if you're still staring like that then you're wrapped. You're ready for more. Where's Danny? Is that you? I I am in here. I'm going to get Danny's Hiroshima. <laughs> what is that? Any at all? Uh, where the fuck is this sound? Trinity. Mm. Okay. I think I still hear you guys. We hear you. I hear you. I hear myself twice. I'm trying to. I've heard of you before. Oh, are you echoing? I can put in. 
You can you can mute the uh the hangout. I'm trying to mute the hangout. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to mute the hangout. Mute the hangout, Max. Mute the hangout, Max. Mute the hangout, Mark. Okay, How's that now? It's fine now. Are you are you prepared? I wish I had. Oh, I do have a recording of you just saying it's fine now. But I wish I had the video. Our sales cans labeled this way. That's that's blank label. It's that's blank. blank spot. You look close. It looks like they took a sharpie to it. I'm offended. It's Adbusters, man. Yeah. Adbusters built that. Sierra Nevada sells a pale ale in a can that I can drink for without thinking. Can someone uh, screech into the microphone? I don't drink. It doesn't agree with my body. Thanks. <laughs> There's always a part on these recordings where we're talking about beer. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean, screech in the microphone? What do you want? Oh, I need to screech in the microphone because there's some seconds of silence. I guess I'll find them anyway. Oh. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's one way to do it. All right. <clears throat> It'll be easier to find that way. Podestrian 3668 is armed and he is dangerous. A particularly illustrative example of the trend is PodShare, a Los Angeles-based affordable shared housing network that allows travelers, new L.A. residents, and temp workers to crash on a twin-sized memory foam mattress, which is not even the quality of a can. That's just a pod. That's just a place where kitchen, bathroom, and living room spaces are shared with others, while Wi-Fi lockers and laundry are provided on location, the price in the neighborhood of $1,400 a month, depending on location. (laughs) 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 To live in Los Angeles. Love me, love me, love me. (laughs) Podshare's website positions itself as part of the rise of the freelance economy on its website. Millennials don't own a gym at home. They buy a membership, reads its about page. We don't subscribe to cable television. We watch Netflix. We don't even have our own doors for our own room. We don't have unions. We have sex workers. Sorry, our sex workers. We are all cam girls now. Yeah. (laughs) We are now on camera being entertained and entertaining each other. Uh, this per- it's hard to tell whether this person wrote this article sincerely or not. How do they not have a sense of irony about the fact that the that Podestrian 177 says, being in L.A. has always been a dream for me? Uh, this, there's never a question in Victor Tangerman's piece here about whether or not it is a good idea to live in a pod. What, 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 $1,400 a month. Well, you just glitch cool. $1,400 a month. You want to live in a fucking pod, man? You can buy a van. 
for less than $1,400. And That'd then be... you get a couple people. Yeah. You get a couple other people with vans and you find yourself a parking lot. And for $1,400 a month, sooner or later, you own that fucking parking lot. And you get a true. jackhammer, which is way less than $1,400. And you jackhammer a hole in the middle of that parking lot. And that's where you shit. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one way to live in a pod. <laughs> it's the only no, no. way to live in Los Angeles is these all people, I'm saying. These people say that they love living with other people and having met other people. And I remember living in like a uh, like a shitty old miner's cabin that was probably a historical relic that I was just like rebuilding with trash. And there was like four other people living in this pod with me. And it was not a sane way to be alive. You can't you you can't make a schedule for masturbating. You can't have like I disagree. I militaries I think militaries throughout history have functioned on the idea that that is possible. You're talking about barracks communism. It's a long-standing, very solid tradition of barracks communism. Humans do barracks communism super well. It's well known. It's, in fact, the only place where communism is just absolutely, 100%, successfully, absolutely communism. Uh, Is when you all live in the same pod? Yeah, because originally, like, early communists, like the, the, like, nihilist, czar-killing communists, were all about... Uh, making barracks for workers the way they did for the army. And then you just live at the factory and you pump out the peanut butter or whatever the fuck it is that you're making at the factory. And then afterwards, you're just all fucking each other and hanging out. And you're like, we are the fucking factory team and we all fuck each other and know each other. Fuck yeah. And that's barracks communism. You know, (laughs) the problem is that you never fucking leave the factory at that point. It's just like your whole fucking world is push out the peanut butter, you know? So I don't see what's wrong with the peanut butter, man. Have you ever been at Eastwind? No, I'm no. Peanut I butter is great. Eastwind has like a culture which has turned in on itself, in such a way. Because yeah. they live in barracks together. Yeah, Eastwind is a is an intentional community, and a lot of communities do this, like the one you're talking about. That you know they look inward, and they try to perfect this thing, and they try to become like an organism, and then they don't get out enough. And sooner or later, you're all just drinking beer with the same people on the same porch. And that's yeah. barracks communism. And it's, it's nice so when you're nice. fucking 20. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but the, as far as, like, it may be where the only place that you think communism has worked fully but is in a barracks. But can it not also be that a communism could also work fully in, in like, some giant arcology? Off the same principle, you know, or like in a giant terrarium in space thing, hollowed out asteroid thing. Couldn't it just be uh, the barracks of like a gigantic plot of land with many homes that just you know that it's limited by its that's just a desert village. on all sides? I mean, mm-hmm. the whole thing about communism is it came from people leaving the village and then trying to get the good shit from the village in the place where the factory is, you know? And it's, you know, it's been, it's, this is the idea of historical progress is once somebody thinks up the idea of the factory, it destroys the village and you can't go back to the village really. Cause now the village is this fucking rust belt, fucking Trump town where people just fucking smoke meth and crash cars. Cause there's nothing else to be done in the village. Everything is done by the factories now. That's the village is gone. It's not coming back. And so what people replaced that with eventually was the the collective house type thing and the 
public housing in some ways. And um, eventually the reaction to it was the suburbs where they're like, well, if we can't have the village, we're going to paint a picture of the village on the back of our fucking eyelids. <laughs> and I'm going to masturbate alone in the closet every Friday at 3.30 p.m. That's the suburbs. There's nothing. It's the dead space, you know? But it's a fully isolated life. But and, why um, can't we all have our own space? Yeah, the closet. Between like 2 uh, and yeah, 2.30. Yeah, that's your space, Max. You want your own space? 3.30 p.m. The closet is yours. Between 3 and 3.30, you have the closet to do what you want to do in there. That's a lot of fun. It doesn't take me half an hour, I know. I'm being generous. I'm being generous. I'm I'm envisioning a society, a luxurious communist society, where we can, can all afford to have a half hour in the closet. Yeah, and you can trade oh, the 20 minutes you don't use to someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I'm getting off this planet. There's no room <laughs> with you guys on it. I gotta... Yeah, I gotta, preferably. I'm gonna pack myself into my van. I'm gonna point it upward, and I'm gonna shoot it into space. I'm gonna get out there and fucking chill by myself. All you're gonna find out there is Dyson pods, man. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop up all of the shit that Elon Musk has been leaving around. You get ten points for every one if you sell it to the space merchant on the backside of the moon. And I'm gonna go and get the car. There is not a space merchant on the backside of the moon. I resent that. The backside of the moon is smooth and round and globular. <laughs> I would say there's like a sixty percent chance. There's a sixty percent chance that. That there is a space merchant on the backside of the moon. There has to be one somewhere. And yeah. of course he would be hidden right there. It does not have site. to be space merchants! <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to Just because you don't want... Mushrooms? Yeah, dude. Listen, just uh, because you hate capital doesn't mean it doesn't exist in space. There's a space merchant on the back of the moon. Exist. I said it doesn't have to exist. And more importantly, it almost certainly does not exist because... <laughs> Capital is a byproduct of fucking villagers trying to work in factories. That's all that that is. Uh, it's a very specific ape thing. So is it even rele relevant? Is capitalism, communism, do we even have factories anymore? Why? Do germs do capitalism? Germs don't do capitalism. Germ if do germs don't do capitalism, space whales don't do capitalism. And space yeah, whales space merchants do. That's what makes them merchants. They wouldn't but be merchants no if they didn't deal in capital. Space merchants have been eliminated by the onslaught of the fucking Stalinist space whales. Holy shit. Ha! With mustaches. So is the back of the moon a gulag where they're kept? No. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I'm lucky. Ferengi are not real. And if Ferengi I'm... were real, they would only be allowed to be real by the actual Concerned Citizens Brigade of the intergalactic community. Just because out of pity or something like that. But like, I'm like, come on, man. Ferengi. You know I don't watch Star Trek. Well, they're, uh, they're basically stereotype, they're space Jews. Is, is what they, is what well, they it's, are. Well, it's kind of different because they have ears, not no, 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 no. They're they're horrifying. They're horrifying uh, stereotypes of Jewish people, but they're in space and they're aliens. This is what oh. they are. Okay, so why? What the other thing about the Frankie is that they're like entirely. They're what? The Frankie like fucking pulling strings at the highest levels of imaginary government. They're fucking. Yes. They're, they're stereotypical. Space nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stere stereotypical space Jews, as I said. Hmm. Fucked up.
Yeah, I'm the not, I, didn't, I didn't mean anything the, like that. When I said a the merchant, fog. I was thinking of some sort of, uh, some sort of tentacular critter that eats like space fungus that grow oh. on the sides of asteroids that you could bring him quest objects. No. Okay. okay. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against quest it's objects? Uh, all right. Why do you hate quest objects? Excuse Mike? me. It's the it's the gigantic communist uh, sex and mushroom silo on the back of the moon where you bring space mushrooms and you get your sex tickets and it's all part of a carefully coordinated sex. No economy. sex tickets. You right. don't need tickets. Tickets are not space the sex mushrooms. Thing. Space mushrooms have to be. That is the issue something. right there. The sex mushroom communism thing, whatever. Sure. Okay. Bring okay. your you don't get sex tickets. T- you don't need tickets. That's great. The sex mushroom on the far side of the moon. That's you know. I you we already. I'm gonna delete probably the past 15 minutes of this conversation. This I don't know about this shit. This is what people listen to us for. If you, you know, if you people don't listen to us, Max. That's what I'm saying. This is what people don't listen to us for. <laughs> uh, people don't have to listen to us. Doesn't mean we don't exist. Yeah, but what doesn't re- exist is the fucking dark side of the moon space merchant because that's where fucking that's where Barbalith is supposed to hang out. Oh, that is that's where Barbalith is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're fucking okay. right. You can't save Barbalith and put up a fucking shopping mall. Save Barbalith and put up a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, okay. So, excuse me for speaking. So callously of the commerce and trade, these things which are historically weird and no one has ever had. Um, but I, I would like I would like to re- redact my statement and point out that on the backside of the moon there's Barbalit, who is an inscrutable force, which is alien and beyond our comprehension, but brings full communism. And therefore, it is that which is alien and incomprehensible about ourselves. And which brings full communism. Well, uh, yeah, how did you think the moon got there? Yeah, it's an egg. So, the, it, you know, it might not be <laughs> a, an egg. It might be a poop. It's something, but something laid it there. Like a coprolite? Like a, like a fossilized poo? Yeah. yeah, like a poo, a fossilized poo? Some sort of poo. Yeah. I like that fucking perspective on space. In terms of fucking a- Elon Musk shooting his fucking light ball or whatever, um, I do kind of respect the perspective of space as like, why are you fucking with it? Why are you fucking with it? It's, it's all dead. It's dead over there. Don't fuck Leave with it. it. Leave You're it alone. Literally wandering through a vastness of impeccable deadness and bullshit. And there's... No fucking way that's going to be fun for anybody except the owners of the machines that we are forced to fucking lease on the way out. Holy shit! (laughs) I was just looking at Max and it was like something's about to fucking go down over there. (laughs) I did get all doomy, huh? Um, well, you kind of just, I think you just glitched out and just made this face like. <laughs> that, that was because I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> you thought. I got news for you, man. Did I sneeze? Yeah, you did. Is this Universe A or Universe B? Um, so, check it out. We don't know everything about the universe. Duh, right? But, like, what if, if, if there were some sort of trap-laying critter, there, which there are in nature, if there was some sort of space spider or antlion or other trap-bearing critter, and it were to you do something with causality, universe A and B, for instance, or something with, the, uh, like, stretching space around it, and we didn't know, and you just, what if, like, we send out the first thing to try to go and live on another planet, and it just gets eaten by space spiders and space whales and shit, and they're just that much better than us at hiding, in which case it's really more, it's that dark forest thing, it's like a, it's like the, what place on Earth is very calm and has so much peace? Oh, the, this demilitarized zone between the Koreas. Very, very easy place to just run your uh, dirt bike around. This is Elon huh? Musk running his dirt bike around the the, uh, the dark forest loudly. Oh, what you're trying to say is that, like, North Korea is over there, South Korea is over here, and we're over here in the demilitarized zone. Elon Musk is just making fucking noise. Yeah, he's just doing donuts. I see. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, it's like... It, Which is fine is it, as long as you sound like a bird or something. Why is this that, part of space <laughs> so dead and quiet? It's like, oh, well, we just happened to evolve in the, uh, a minefield from the last interstellar war. And, like, no other yeah. species has made it past the mines that we lucked out. Just saying. Could be. Um, yeah. That's why fucking around, shoot, th- literally just like throwing tantrums and shucking your toys into space is such a dick move, and why the man with the tiny face from South Africa will be reduced. We're going to reduce him into a beverage or something. Hmm. Muscanade. Yeah, nobody wants to drink musk. Elon. Or maybe everyone wants to drink. I don't know. <laughs> it's a seductive yeah. taste. I mean. This is going. We're going. We're going places today. <laughs> it's, it's the most seductive taste. It would have to be, right? This is the thing that I was saying about if you were to grind up and eat animal glands from their when they're like in estrus. Uh-huh. Or, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's called traditional Chinese medicine, but also I was I was thinking of it as biology. Mike told me I was doing lysenkoism. But I understand now that defending Lysenkoism is actually something that nobody does, even ridiculous tankies. Uh, no, so, I did it when we were talking about that. I think we all are defending... The fact that we start, are, are defenders of Lysenkoism makes me question whether we are in some weird quarter of the internet and, uh, where, I, where I've strayed far from my intellectual roots. All the fucking... Your electoral roots? Is my that intellect- what you said? No, my intellectual roots. I didn't used to think that we should start an AI-powered nuclear war to bring full communism. I'm wondering what happened, how I can replicate that effect in other people. (laughs) I still don't think we should start a nuclear war. That's illegal to say, probably. I wouldn't say that. I don't think it's illegal to say. Okay. I think it's... Yeah, no, I don't think anyone is actually concerned that we're going to start, you know... If you worked at a facility wherein you touched 
nuclear warheads. Don't tell anybody this kind of shit. People don't say that stuff people. about. Don't talk about my job. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I'm just, sure. I'm just a marketing bot from the agency. I'm just here to examine you guys and make sure that you're doing podcasts right. I have nothing to do with nuclear warfare. Yeah. Hooray for the this government. Has been, this has been another enlightening episode of the Intergalactic Railroad. Uh, and a completely unconvictable because it's all satire. I mean, we're not <laughs> even close to... We haven't even said that we should kill anybody. We, we it definitively implied that there would be survivors, for one thing. And if <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and is, is it really a crime if you introduce like a lottery to see who lives? Because that's what what that is. Like, I mean, right. is if and it is people a crime, are right now are... out there advocating for wars of a variety of things. And quite frankly, I don't think it's illegal at all in any nationality to fucking advocate for the deaths of people of a different nationality. Which is why <laughs> our fucking extraterrestrial cousins need to come over and regulate on these fucking eight people. It's, I think maybe maybe we can get along with, away with some, like, we can figure close out of them where the aliens, we nuke the shit out of them, we come together as a planetary species. This is the plot of Watchmen. Um, I guess I... Yeah. It would not be a spoiler. It's not about the coming together of the species, man. It's yeah, after 20 years, spoilers are okay, by the way. Yeah. It's about fucking Donald Rumsfeld and fucking George W. Bush wanted to fucking invade Iraq to destabilize the Middle East to get fucking, you know, the whole fucking... To, like, advocate the end of the fucking world and the Geddon battle fucking evangelical Christians that have been aiming for for like 50 odd years and these people actually want to nuke everybody so that Jesus can come down and save them but what I would say is that they're fucking it up because it's not going to be Jesus that comes down it's going to be gay space whales and they're going to turn gay whoever survives the fucking apocalypse war caused by the fucking Bob Larson evangelical fucking army fully, fully gay or just like queer Fully automated, queer, nihilist, <laughs> space gomulism. Well, space gomulism. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just floating orbs in space doing butt stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay, so I've been informed recently that not everybody's into butt stuff, and that we should could maybe consider accommodating the needs of all uh, human individuals. And post-human individuals to be as queer as they need to be in the post-luxury future. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. I don't know if everyone's going to survive the nuclear war. Survive nuclear war. That's just how gomulism works. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh. Well, anyway. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end 
harvest home There's a golden sky And the sweet silver sound of love Walk out 